All right, the good nerve Shabbos and Pesach Sheni. Uh, today's Davis Daf Lamed Zion, but we are still on Lamed Vav Amad Beis, and I believe yesterday we got up to Tanya. We learned in a Brisa, Yosef. This is you'll see on Lamed Vav Amad Beis. There's thin lines, there's medium wide lines, and then really wide lines. Okay, so we're still in the medium wide lines, and if you count from the bottom of the page from the bottom of the daf and move up approximately 15 or 16 lines from the bottom of the yomud or maybe 17 lines up or so you'll see tanya hayaroi yosef it's right in the middle of the line all right so here we go tanya we learned in rice hayaroi yosef lots of menus name masashvatim yosef was was fit to have 12 Shvatim come from him. In other words, so to speak, he could also be one of the Aves. Avram, Yisra, Yaakov, Yosef, and then the Shvatim, which could be part of what made the other Shvatim nervous, right? When uh, the, when Yaakov Avinu loved Yosef, Mikolecha, from all his brothers, they were nervous, maybe they're going to be knocked out. Kedel Shvatim Yaakov of the same way there were Shvatim from Yaakov. As it says, Eilat told us Yaakov, these are the descendants of Yaakov, Yosef. Yosef, so you see, we put Yosef's name right next to Yaakov. Rather, Yosef Yosef Zara came out from between his fingernails, like we learned yesterday. And there was Zara that came out from uh, each of his ten fingers. And therefore, he wasn't Zaycha for ten children. The Afalpi, and even the Afalpi came, Yosef bin Yamin Achiv. And even so... Um, they had their ten sons that Yosef did not have because of the zera that was lost. We know Binyamin had ten sons, so those ten sons came out through Binyamin. and they're all called after Yosef as well. Shenamar, as it says, Ubenay Binyamin, and the descendants of Binyamin, Bela, Vavecher, Ashkel, Vegaimer, and the descendants of Binyamin, or Bela, Becher, Ashbel. The Gaimer, what does this mean? What are these names that Binyamin gave to his children? How do they, how do they uh, connect at all to his older brother? So Bella, he gave the name Bella Shenivla Benomais because his older brother Yosef was by Leah. He was swallowed in Mitzrayim amongst the nations. Vavecher, what is Vecher? What does that mean? Referring to Bechor Li'imayhoya. Yosef was the Bechar for Rachel. So again, we have a son of Binyamin that's referencing the older brother Yosef. Ashbel, and what's Ashbel? Sheshvau Kale. That he was a, in Shvuyim. He was in captivity because of the Ratzon Hashem. Because that was Hashem's plan. As Yosef told the brothers when they came down to Mitzrayim, don't be nervous. This is all part of the Ratzon Hashem. Gera. Why Binyamin name his son Gera? Shagar, because he traveled be in, uh, in Achsanyais, meaning he had to travel with people hosting him. He didn't live at home. He was, uh, you know, he was, uh, um, he used to board out, so to speak. He never had a place uh, uh, that he could call home. Binyamin, and what's Namon? Shanoim B'yayser. He was a very nice guy. Yeah, not him. He was very nice, very sweet. Achiv Arish, 
Binyamin names on Achi Varish. What is that? Uh, uh, these were two, uh, two brothers, Achi and Raish. Achihu, my brother, Viraishihu. And he's my Raishi, my head, my leader. Mupim, what's Mupim, Vechupim? What are these uh, names that Binyamin gave his children? Hulay Ra'a Bechupasi. He didn't see my Chopa. Yosef didn't uh, come to my Chasna. Va'anid Lay Ra'isi Bechupasai. And I didn't make it to his wedding either. The Erd. He went down amongst the nations when he was when he was sold down to Mitzrayim. His his countenance was uh, was like a vered was like a was like a rose, which means Yosef had had a more of a, a blush type of uh, or is it blush a flush type of look to him. He had he had redness on his cheeks. Okay. So we're saying this is fascinating that Yosef could have had 12 children on the Madrega of the Shvatim. And by the way, it's fascinating that the two children that he did have were on the Madrega of Shvatim. Right? Yaakov Avinu says, Ephraim and Menashe, Li'iuli. The other 10 children that he could have had on the level of the Shvatim, though, came to him through his brother Binyamin. Okay? That, that's the connection. Without you, no, you're the boss. So the astrologers of Paris said, If a servant brings a master 20 kesef, 20 silver coins, all of a sudden he's going to be the boss, right? Why are you making him, why are you making him the boss? I'll tell you why it's not just that he interpreted dreams and he's giving me value. Rather, I see in him that he's fit for Malchus. He's fit for royalty. They said to him, He has to know all 70 languages. Yeah, well, that was one of the rules in Mitzrayim. But Gabriel came and taught Yosef at Tzadik the 70 languages. But Yosef wasn't able to learn it perfectly. This is where the Malach Gabriel added on a, a letter from the Rabbi Nishalai Lim's name. And once he he uh, added on the hey from the Rabbi Nishalai Lim's name, the Lamad, he was able to learn it, able to understand the Shemra, as it says, Eidos Pei Yosef Samai, Bitsezai Al Eretz Mitzrayim, Sefasla Yadati Eshma, a language that I originally did not know, and the next day, any language that uh, Yosef and Paro conversed in, Yosef was able to uh, get involved in, yeah? he was able to, uh, to talk back. Now what happened was, Yosef, as we mentioned a couple days ago in Daf, was fluent in Lashon Kodesh. This is the language that, uh, that they spoke at home. However, so Yosef speaking Lashon Kodesh, wasn't clear in Lashon Kodesh. Okay? Amar um, Lehi says to him, Agmarei, teach me this, this uh, language. Agmarei, v'lai gamar, so Yosef tried to teach Parai Lashon Kodesh and he wasn't able to understand it, Amar Lehi. So he says to him, Ishtaba li megali, swear to me, you're never going to tell anybody that you, that I don't know Lashon Kodesh. Ishtaba lei, so Yosef swore to him, and when he said to him, My father made me take a shvua that I'm going to bury him in Mitzrayim. I'm going to bury him in, in Canaan, take him out of Mitzrayim. This was where this 
conversation went down, right? So there's Gishmak. Paray again made Yosef take a shvua that he's not going to tell anybody who doesn't listen to Kodesh. Yaakov makes Yosef make a shvua that he's going to bury him Canaan. Amar Lehi. So Paray says to him, Instead of burying your father in Canaan, remove your oath. Amar Lehi. Yosef says, Oh, you want me to remove my oath? I'll remove your oath too. I'm going to start telling people you don't know. You don't understand Lashon Kodesh. And even though Pare wasn't happy about it, you're right. You could go bury your father in Canaan. Yeah, Pare was kind of caught in a catch-22. On one hand, he didn't want Yaakov Avinu to be buried outside of Mitzrayim because of the bracha that Yaakov brought to Mitzrayim. Right? We know that when Yaakov came down to Mitzrayim, the famine ended. So even though he was no longer alive, but his body being in Mitzrayim was viewed as a bracha, and he didn't want Yaakov to be buried anywhere else. But when Yosef made this threat that if I don't keep my father's oath, I don't need to keep my oath to you either. So Paro acquiesced. Okay, this conversation all had to do with, remember we learned earlier on the daf that Yosef was Makadashem Shemayim B'Seser. He sanctified Hashem's name privately and... He was elevated, uh, elevated to, uh, to uh, uh, his position. Um, and uh, th- this was the sugya, the back and forth of, of y- what Yosef did privately, the Kiddush Hashem. And we said Yehuda made a public Kiddush Hashem. So we mentioned at the time that we we're doing yesterday's daf that the famous Kiddush Hashem that Yehuda did publicly was with Tamar. Let's see what our Gemara is going to say. Yehuda Mahi. How was Yehuda Mekadei Shem Shemayim Befarhesim? The time learned that the Bray saw Hira Meir Emer Meir Sechem to Yisrael Aliyom. When Klausel came to the Yamsu of Hayushvatim and Atzkim Zemzeh, the Shvatim were fighting with each other. So Emer Ani Yarit Chilaliyom. I want to go first. Emer Ani Yarit Chilaliyom. I want to go first. And what happened? Kafat top of today's daf. Shifta Shabin Yom Veriyarad Liyom Chila. Shiva Bin Yamin jumped in first and Amar Shab Bin Yamin saw Yiraidim Bin Yamin. Who was the Tsoyer, the youngest one, Raidame? He was the one who went down. It also means went down into the into the water. Sorry, Yehuda Ragmun, I say. And Shevi Yehuda got very upset that they were the ones that jumped in. Elamisa, if this is how it went down, this is very smart, right? One Shevi says, I want to go in first, says, I want to go in first. Everybody's talking about who wants to go in first. You know what you got to do? Just go in. Stop talking. <laughs> I get to go in. Just go. What are you doing? So apparently. When Binyamin jumped in, Binyamin's like, hey, I'm, you, you guys keep fighting. I'm just doing this, right? So Yehuda got upset, and they started throwing stones at them. Shemar, as it says, Sare Yehuda Gregmosim, Lafikov Zach Binyamin Atzadik Venasa Ushpichizan Ligvura. Ultimately, the, the area of Binyamin, because they jumped in, this is why they were Zaycha, that the Kaidash HaKadoshim of the Beis HaMikdash ended up being on the land that was given to Shevet Binyamin. Shinemar, as it says, Uveng Seifav Shachain. Yeah, on the shoulders of Binyamin, Shachain, the Shechina rests. Amalai Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda said, like Achayah Maisa, that's not what happened. It's not that everybody was fighting to go in. Ella rather, Zeimer, Einani Yaret Chilaliyam. The first said, I'm not going down. Zeimer, Einani Yaret Chilaliyam. Kofat Nachshim Benemin of Nachshim Benemin of jumped in. And he went in first, and it says, Ephraim has, has surrounded me with Kachash. 
Vimirma, Kachash is like Sheker, Mirma is trickery. Base Yisrael, the house of Yisrael, for Yehuda and Yehuda, Oid Rod was Oid Rod im Kale. He still um, t- stayed together with Kale, stayed together with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. His belief in the Rebbeinu Shleilam remained. Lost the place. I'm sorry. Shanema. Va'alav mefarish bekabalah. And uh, about this incident, it's explained according to Kabbalah. Hashiyani yalaykim ki ba'umayim ad nafesh. When Nachshon ben Amnadav jumped into the water, he gave a uh, he he, um, he composed the tefillah. He composed the tefillah, and his tefillah was that Hashem should save me. Because the water's coming until my nefesh, until my soul. This is as he's going down into the Yamsuf. Tabati, I am drowning. Bivain mitsula vein maimud. Into the in, into the depth, the ain maimud, and there's no there's no maimud. There's nothing to uh, stand me up. Okay, vein maimud to stand me up. Altish petani shibailas mayim. Do not allow the shibailas mayim, the the flow of the water to drown me, the altiv la'ini mitsula, and don't let the depths swallow me. This is the tefillah that Nachshan ben Aminadav was saying when he jumped into the Yamsuf. At that moment, Rabbeinu was davening in tefillah. Leading Klai Yisrael into the water and he's drowning. It's the wrong time to daven. Chavah, there's a major Yisrael. Big time lesson over here. There's a time to daven and a time to act. Amar Lefanov, Maishu says, What else do you want me to do? Tefillah is the greatest Ishtadlus. Amar Loi, Dabro B'nei Yisrael, so No, I need you to get cracking. Tell Klai Yisrael, start walking into the Amsuf. Stretch out your staff and lift up your staff. Stretch out your hand. This is why Yehuda was to be the rulers over Klal Yisrael. Yehuda was became kadosh, became holy. Yisrael mamshalaisav, and he rules over Yisrael. Why is it that Yehuda was made sanctified, was made kadosh? And they rule over Klal Yisrael, Mishum de Hayom Ra'av Ayonais, because of Nachshon ben Aminadav from Shevet Yehuda. So, what we have right now in the Gemara is, what was the big, uh, what was the big Kiddush Hashem Befarhesia that was done by Yehuda? Says the Gemara right now, it was by the Yamsuf. Nachshon ben Aminadav at the Yamsuf. Beautiful. Tani, we learned in the Brayso. Rebbe Lozmi Nakavim, Rebbe Lozmi Nakav says, "Yav Shalayim Arlevi Lamato." We're now going to get back into the setup of Har Grizim and Har Evol. You cannot say that the entire Shevet Levi was was set up. Thank you. Was set up in the middle of Har Grizim and Har Evol. Shakvar Namar Lemalo, because it already says that they were Lemalo, that they were above by Har Grizim. Okay, it says. The the pasuk that we learned together in Chumash yesterday it says who's going to go on Hagrizim Shimon Levi 
Yehuda, right? This is what Rashi is quoting over here. Shimon Levi and Yehuda. So you see that Levi was on a mountain. He wasn't only standing in middle. However, you can't say they were all on a mountain. Because it says that who was in between the mountains? The Aron, the Kaihanim, the Levium who carried the Aron. So where are the Levium? It's a contradiction. Okay, it's not what they do. Ziknei kuhuno leviyah lamata. The elders of Gona leviyah stood in the middle of Ashar lamala. And everybody else stood with the Shevet on a mountain. Rabbi Yeshua says, Kol aroi l'sharis lamata. That no, it wasn't the elders, but anybody who was fit for Avaidas. Anybody between the age of 30 and 50, they were the ones who were lamata of Ashar lamala. And everybody else stood on the mountain. Rabbi Yemir, Rabbi says, Really, everybody stood between the mountains. You ready for this? According to Rebbe, nobody actually stood on Hagrizim or on Har Evol. Rather, here's what happened according to Shitas Rebbe. They all turned and faced towards Hagrizim. Upasubibrochan gave the brachas facing Hagrizim. Then they turned and faced towards Har Evol. And they started with Klala. Upasubibrochan, my Al. What does it mean on? It means Al Basamach. It means nearby. You hear this? It's beauty. According to Shitas Rebbe, when it says Hargrizim and Harevel, Al Hargrizim means next to Hargrizim and next to Harevel. But it doesn't mean that anybody actually stood in Hargrizim. Everybody stood in the middle, and by the Brachas they faced Hargrizim, and by the Kolos they faced Harevel. Kedetanya, like we learned in Abraisim, you should put the frankincense on the Mareches. Um, you put on the mareches on top of the uh, on on the uh, the the wood that was there for the fire. Rabbi Yomer al basamach means next day. He didn't let mamish put on top of the wood. Al Yomer al basamach in mamish means mamish on top. Because Yomer besakoisa al aron, you should besakoisa spread it out on top of the aron. That also cannot mean al. Have a Yomer. Rather, what does it mean? Al besamach. It means nearby. Beautiful. Period. Two dots. Rebbe's approach of Al, meaning facing towards, and next to, is uh, is established, it's okay, but uh, Lamaisa, we're coming away with a machlekes, of ultimately what happened. Baldik. Back to the mission. Hofchu pneim klape hargrizim, they turned their faces, klape hargrizim, uposhu bebracha v'chulu, and they started the brachas. Tanu rabbanon, the rabbis lined, and so should we. Baruch Bechlal, Baruch Befrat. Klal Yisrael was given a general bracha and a specific bracha. Aruch Bechlal and Aruch Befrat. We were given a general curse and a specific curse. Lomaid Ulalamid Lishmar Velasais. Lomaid Ulalamid, to learn, to teach, Lishmar, to protect, Lasais, to do, to observe. Harei. Arba, Arba, the Arba, behold, you, um, uh, so you have four obligations, and there's four promises, and you have, um, for each one, right? So you're going to have each, each, uh, obligation and each promise is connected to a general curse and a specific curse. Which hare uh, arba? You have four arba arba hare shmeinim. So now you have four brisim, and you have four brisim. You're going to have um, t- 
two for brachas and two for the klalas, both in a specific and a general. So you have four total for specific and four total for general. So you have you have shmaina eight obligations. Shmaina u shmaina harei sheishesrei, and now you have lishmar velasais too. Not only lomed lamed, you have lishmar velasais with four for each. And therefore, you have 16 obligations total. The Chain Besinai. And you should know the same thing took place at Har Sinai. When everything was given to Klal Yisrael, all the obligations, they were given in a general way and in a specific way with all the brachais and the klalais. The Chain Ba Arva Ismayav. And also in Arva Ismayav, Shinemra says, Eila Divrei Abrisa Sharsiva Hashem Esmaisha, the Gaimer Ruksev, Shmartem is Divrei Abrisa Zeis, Nimsa Arba Shmaina Brisa, so called Mitzvah Mitzvah. So you have 16 plus 16 plus 16. We have uh, three different locations. We have 16 brisim between Klal Yisrael and Rabban Shalom for each mitzvah comes out. If you have three places and each one's got 16, right? You have Loma Delamid Lishmar Velasais times four. So you're going to have 48 connections of each mitzvah um, because uh, for, for you have 16, and it was done in three places. So 48 obligations for each mitzvah. We'll focus on this in a moment. Rav Shimon says that it's not Agrizim and Arevol that are the extra 16. Rather, it was by the Ayol Mayed in the Midbar. I just want to, let's, let's uh, pause for a minute and talk about this. There's this idea that you can't just do a mitzvah for a mitzvah. We have to do a mitzvah and serve the Rabbi Shalom in a way that's, that he wants us to serve him in. It's as if I could do something. I could, the example that, that uh, is very common could, you know, we talk about this in, uh, all the time, very often, is you can come home and tell you, you bring flowers for your wife, and you say, here's flowers, because I know you like them. Okay, it's a nice thing. But I wasn't really done with energy. It wasn't done with hearts. It wasn't done in a way that I show I want to build a relationship. If you bring home flowers and you say, oh, I mamish want you to have a beautiful Shabbos. I love you so much. And I, I know how special flowers are to you. And I was, you know, I was driving by and I was, I was thinking about you. And I just, you know, I, when I was thinking about it, I saw flowers. I got, got to buy you flowers. You, you put so much more into it. I'm sure you could say even more beautiful things. I'm not doing a good job at this. Yeah? The bottom line is there's a way to, you don't just do a mitzvah. There's a way to do a mitzvah. There's a generalization. There's a specific. There's a specific thing to do. But besides for having a specific thing to do, there's a way to do it as a yid. That's the generalization that we're referring to. Specifically do this, but as a general, just be a yid. Be a yid. It's not about the specific mitzvah only. You got to broaden it. And there's a machlekes, um, there's a machlekes which takes place amongst the following tanoim. The tanoim to the rice of Rebbe Shmuel and Rebbe Shmuel says, There's a general klau, uh, a general rule that was said at Sinai, you protest by Yomayid, only specifically. It was at the Yomad, meaning it wasn't a generalization and a specific at each place. All the generalizations were given at Sinai by the Yomad. That's where we got specific. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says, Kalalais, yeah, Kalalais, who protest number Sinai, both called the that are Sinai, the Nishnu by Yomad. 
they were repeated in and on a third time in Arva Ismayev. Okay. According to what we're saying, every single mitzvah in the Torah is connected to 48 brisim, promises, covenants, relationships. It's going to be 48 times 603,550. Wow. All right. To give a number to it, that's a lot. Because every yid was connected to every mitzvah. And we accepted responsibility for each other. And therefore, when a mitzvah is done, this is huge. When a mitzvah is done, you're not just dealing with your own mitzvah that you perform. You're doing this on behalf of every yid in Klal Yisrael. There's every mitzvah going to have forty-eight times So it comes out. You have to times it by another six hundred three thousand five hundred and fifty. My benayu, what's the difference? Between Rebbe and what we originally said by Reb Shimon ben Yehuda, and for the Gemara, Rav Mashari, Rav Mashari says Arva ba'arva da Arva ika be'nayu. The difference is going to be whether, when you serve as a guarantor, are you a guarantor once for every person, or since I'm a guarantor for the next guy who's a guarantor, so I also carry this chusim and carry the responsibility. Of that person as well. Wow. Darash of Yudu Barachmeni, Rabbi Yudu Barachmeni gave a drasha, Mitorgemine. He was the Matorgeman, the interpreter, the Rav Shimon ben Lakish, of Rav Shimon ben Lakish. It was very common for Rashi Shivas and Rabbanim to have people who would interpret the Shiurim. Now, the way they interpreted is usually it was during the Shir that the Matorgeman kind of acted as the microphone. So the Rebbe would give the Shir, and if the Rebbe didn't have a loud voice, then they would have, or the Rebbe wanted to preserve his voice to be able to keep teaching more Tyra. So there was, he would give the shir, then the Motorgman would be there and amplify the, uh, amplify the words. So Rev Yehuda Barnachmeni was the Motorgman of Reish Lakish. And he said like this, You should know, however, this is incredible. This is going to take us to the bottom, to the Mishnah. Every curse... In the Torah, has to do with a man and woman who were immoral. As far as a, a, a immoral vis-a-vis adultery. Listen to this. Or because, let's just give a, a explain where the Gemara is going to go with this. When a man and woman have an illicit relationship, there's a lot of damage that's going to come out not specific to those that little bit of time that they were together but the issues the fallout physically emotionally not only for them but for their families and for their children and everything that they're impacting is incredible it's incredible and all these curses that are listed by Hargrizim and Harevo 
are things that come out from somebody who's a naif and naifes. Now listen to this. This is beauty. It's beauty, but it's 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 eye opening. Ara ish asher yasa pesel masecha. Cursed is a person who serves who makes avay dezar. But ara sagile. When you serve by the czar, you're cursed. Chayav misa, you're like a curse. Elazah bal erba vahilid king. What happened? Vahilid bain. Listen to what happened. You have a person, a naif and a yefes. They had an affair with an erva. Vahalach lebain adichavim. Well, this kid is now a mamzer. Because you and this married woman decided to be together. So now you're going to have a kid. And this kid's not going to be accepted in the Jewish community. He's a mamzer. He can't marry anybody. So he feels like a like a, an outlier. Somebody who doesn't belong. So you know what he's going to do? He's going to go hang out with Avdik Chavim. And he'll start wor- and he's going to start to worship idols. And you know why? Because his parents were selfish and weren't reyes and They didn't foresee the future. And we're going to go back and curse the R of Avadizara, we're actually cursing out the parents. Tanur Rabbanon, the rabbis learn, and that's why they're rabbis. You place the brachas on Agrizim and the curses as well. So you're going to teach me that again. Rather, it's to tell me that. Always give the bracha before the klala. The blessings come before the curses. Big yisait. Big yisait. You always need to have bracha before getting tough. Bracha has to be there. You find this, even in the Rebbein Shalom, there's a concept of refuah kaim lamaka. Whenever a person's in a tzara, the refuah, is already, the, the healing, the salvation, is already going to be in existence. Whenever the, the good is always going to be in existence before the bad. And this is true with how we interact with others. If you've never given somebody a bracha and you don't care about them, don't, you don't start giving them curses. You don't start putting them down. You don't start getting involved in negativity. The brachas need to be there first. I would say all brachas need to come before. Which means bracha achas kaidemes leklala. One bracha and then the klala. The inkal brachas kaidemes leklala. We don't need every bracha before all the klalas. Meaning, did they give every bracha and then every klala? Or is it just like the klala was said by the Leviim, so too the blessings were given by the Leviim, just like the klalas were given out loud, just like klala, which is how he got on to this, not how he got on, but this was towards the beginning of the sugya, that uh, different lang- different things had to be in different languages. We said the brachas were lashon kaidesh, af bracha the clause lashon kaidesh, af bracha lashon kaidesh, maklal bechalu prat. Just like the clause were given in general and specific, af bracha bechal uprat was also given general and specific. Maklal elu veelu einim vayimrim amen. Af bracha elu veelu einim amen. Everybody on both sides responded amen. Okay, beautiful. We'll hold it here for today. Have a wonderful Shabbos cover. Bez Hashem, on Matzi Shabbos, we will pick up at 9.30 p.m. Zayga Bench. Have a beautiful, beautiful, uh, beautiful, beautiful Shabbos cover.